Yo, Nick. Yeah. If you could be any animal on the planet, what would it be? Oh, Mike, I have no idea. Um, some kind of reptile, maybe. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, Mike. Well, well, you know what? Let, let, let me let me flip that background, Mike, and say, what kind of animal would you like to be? I think I'd be a rattlesnake. Rattlesnake? Mike, you're going to be thrilled because the song that we are talking about today is titled Rattlesnake by sheer coincidence uh, that we're going to be discussing here on the Songtopsy Report. Way! uh, Where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I am your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And Stephen Trollinger, unfortunately, was not able to make it today. Uh, April's a very busy month for all of us. It is a crazy month right now. Absolutely. What kind of animal do you think Steve would be? Kind of uh, badger. Absolutely. (laughs) A badger. (laughs) I didn't even have to think about that. He's absolutely a badger. He's a curmudgeonly but wise older person who will help Mr. Toad in The Wind in the Willows. It's exactly who Steven Trollinger is. I can see it. I can see it. I haven't thought about Mr. Toad in a long time. uh... I think about him every day. Some childhood deep cuts coming out of nowhere on this episode. But no, Steve's uh, Steve's presence will be missed, uh, and he will be back next episode. But yeah, we are we've been very busy this month, um, but with some exciting stuff, some exciting, s- some stuff we can't quite talk about, but that uh, in the near future might be pertaining to the show, uh, which we are very much looking forward to. What was that, Mike? It's just my just my like keep keep on the edge of your seat sound. You and know, can like- you say that sound again? Ooh, I guess it kind of sounds like the a same ghost. as your haunted house sound, <laughs> haunted house. And edge of your seat, you know, excitement noise. That's, <laughs> I believe it can, it's multi-purpose. It's a multi-purpose. It's a handy sound to have. <laughs> it's just Mike's universal sound for whatever you need it to be. <laughs> I'm so sorry for your loss, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Johnson. Ooh. It's like Grandma's still there. <laughs> oh, that's in poor taste. Uh, so today oh we're going to be talking about a band called... King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, which, Mike, I got to say, we say on this podcast that we discuss bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music. Uh, for a lot of people, they would consider this band as falling under none of those categories. They would consider this a fantastic, prolific, uh, psychedelic rock band. Prolific! Prolific <laughs> is the understatement of the century in regards to this band. Mike, how many albums did they come out with? In 2017 again? Uh, five, Nick. Five albums. Five <laughs> albums, yes. So, you know, most bands, maybe like every two to three years, you come out with your big album you promote. Uh, this band has come out with five albums this past year. And, um, Is someone about to die or something? I mean, <laughs> why, why would you put yourself through so much intensity? Because life is short, Mike. Why not put out as much music as you can? Uh, so oh, well, because it starts sounding like rattlesnake, <laughs> then maybe you should take a little more time and try to come up with you know more of a story in your in your music. Are you saying <laughs> that if you release five albums in one year, you're saying that you might possibly start to like 
skip on the lyrics a little bit and maybe not make them as deep and meaningful oh, as they could be. It definitely gets watered down. No, there's there's no doubt about it. Let's like, see. Let's see if uh, if the listeners agree because once again, Mike, I feel like this might be a controversial episode. This is coming hot on the heels of like some uh, Lil Pump and some Kid Rock. Like some people would say this is not. And to those people, I'd say yes. Uh, get, are, are you listening? Are, are you listening? Because <laughs> it's crazy. Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's play a little bit of uh, the song "Rattlesnake" from their what I was going to say from their 2017 album. From one of their 2017 <laughs> albums, "Flying Microtonal Banana" is the name of the album. And here's a little bit of the song. You're not digging that, Mike? You know, I'll be honest. I was thrilled to find out that he actually says rattlesnake, 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 rattles me. Yes. The first time I heard this song, I literally thought he was just saying rattlesnake a little bit differently at the end. Like, like <laughs> rattle, rattlesnake. Because <laughs> yeah. he kind of slurs yeah. and everything. He doesn't change the lyrics. He just changes the cadence <laughs> at which he's saying it a little bit. Uh, now, Mike, I have to ask because... Um, we were we were you know brainstorming some other songs to do uh, for the rest of April, and you threw this song kind of out of nowhere. And I have to say, where how, how did you stumble across King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? Because I was familiar with them because they had shown up on some Spotify stations as just like a suggested band, and I heard some of their songs. I'm like, oh, it's not too bad. It's some some you know some rock, some classic psychedelic infused, almost surf rock at some points. Uh, but how did you stumble across, uh, upon the song? Oh well, I was hanging out out in. Out in the boonies of Jersey. Well, maybe not the boonies, but it's like out it's in It's all war- the boonies. You're right. It's the suburban slash... The, the saboonies. It's the, the saboonies. Okay. It's a good old... It's a good old fashioned That's because Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> the Sabaros, which are their native food there. <laughs> so uh, there was a party, and I was hanging out with a good friend of mine, uh, Kate, and, that, and a whole... Man, they're, all, they're all great. But uh, they threw this on while we were partying it up, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> This is this is insanity. First of all, if you haven't had a chance, listeners, uh, take a little glimpse at the music video. It's <laughs> I just say the music video does kind of annoy me. I realize this is just my personal taste, but I hate it when people try to like ironically make their videos look bad. This music video looks like it was made on a compact Windows ninety five <laughs> computer, like the most advanced video at that time. But done in this computer. There's they're they're on like this computer generated landscape with like a computer generated snake. Which another point I got to dock for them: the computer generated snake that slithers throughout this video does not have a rattle. No rattle. And it uh, essentially just eliminates the entire purpose of the whole music of the video. one word that they say over and over <laughs> again in the song. So I got to dock them points for that. But uh, yes, it, it is worth watching the video to Rattlesnake if you have the chance. So this song came on at the party. At the party, and I'm watching, and I'm listening, and I'm Oh, like, it was playing as well, the video? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We put it on the big TV. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, as I, and as I took one hit, Nick, I looked. I was like, this guy, this guy keeps saying rattlesnake. <laughs> you were looking to the left and the right. Am I just crazy here? He's just saying rattlesnake. For like eight minutes. <laughs> like, I mean, 
this. And is that when you immediately texted me the link to the video? Yeah, that's that is when I sent it to you. <laughs> right then. And I'll tell you, you know, we we've done we've done some repeating music. Uh, yeah. Black metal. Black metal creek comes to mind. <laughs> but you know what? I, I feel like he. I don't know. No, that was bad. That was just as bad. But this is like <laughs> that. This is like the same level for me. Okay. Oh, you might have to convince me on this, Michael. I, I, I would even say I might even like Black Metal East Krieg better than this song. And I'll I, say because he throws in a little fuck you, you know, just yeah. to get the audience back into it. You guys, <laughs> these guys do not have the charisma that Nargoroth had. You can take that to the bank. <laughs> but yeah, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, they are an Australian psychedelic rock band that also incorporates parts of uh, surf music, garage rock, including influences of progressive rock, folk, jazz, and heavy metal. Yeah, they're, they're just kind of a hodgepodge, which, uh, like I said, in general, like I I don't ever want to shit on a band for just trying to combine different different sounds. Listen, Nick, we don't... You don't need to shit on the King Gizzard and his friend, the Lizard Wizard, okay? We don't know they're friends, actually. <laughs> we just know that they're included in the same universe. What is what is a gizzard? Is that, is that like a birdish kind of animal? No, a, a, a gizzard is a, uh, it's a slang term for some internal organ. Is that like, oh wait, is that the inside of like a turkey? You know, fuck it, I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> Because we are professionals here on the Song Topsy Report. Well, it's because all our like organs are all connected, so they just plop out. Like, Mike, the <laughs> gizzard is a muscular, thick-walled part of a bird's stomach for grinding food, typically with grit. But so it is a bird. It is a part of a bird. It is a part of a bird. So the king of the part of the bird that grinds up food <laughs> is friends with the reptile from Hogwarts. Maybe the lizard... Oh, no. Maybe the lizard wizard knows the rattlesnake. I haven't looked that deep into the into all of the lyrics to see if that's possibly the case. Ah, hmm. you know, because when the lyrics are just rattlesnake over and over and over again, it's hard to tell. <laughs> it's hard to hard to really find out where the uh, overarching story goes with that. <laughs> But King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, like I said, they've been very prolific. They have released. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna count. I, I have the list of albums in front of me. I'm gonna count together with uh, Mr. Mike Russell. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen albums since 2012. <laughs> that's six years, man. Like, that's not even because. Oh, yeah, because most of those were 2017. They haven't come out with anything this year, I don't think. Maybe they're finally taking a break. Holy shit, yeah. Um, Gumboot Soup, their most recent album, came out December 31st, 2017. You know know what pisses me off about these guys? A lot of things, apparently, Mike, but please tell me. I'm I'm all about randomness, okay? I'm into it. I like it. But when it when it seems like you are blatantly just grabbing words and just throwing them, like... Like, what was the album name? Flying Microtonal Banana. Flying Microtonal Banana. Microtonal. Which actually is very relevant to their music, because as we get into a little bit more, you'll start to hear it, but you may have already heard, it sounds a little off-kilter, like instrumentally something doesn't quite feel right. And the reason is because on this album, this band decided to experiment with microtones. What were you saying, Mike? I was just going to say, it doesn't sound quite right, it's because it's all wrong. That's, (laughs) okay. So what microtones are... Are there intervals that are smaller than a semitone between music notes? So normally you've got, you know, uh, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, Do, Re, Mi, Fa, So, La, Ti, Do. Uh, and then yeah. in between that you've got flat notes and you have sharp notes. Right, right. 
What microtones are, are there these weird pitches that are in between those notes that usually you don't hear. Like if you're if you're listening if you're playing a piano, unless you intentionally tune it incorrectly, you're never going to hear these microtones. So what King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard decided to do was write an entire album where you're just hearing those in-between notes. Hence the microtonal... Well, I'll explain it's a microtonal. I don't know where the flying banana comes into play, but that is what microtones are. So so you're saying they they took tones that are typically not heard yes, and made... Uh, a song that definitely should never be heard. They, <laughs> that- I see what you're trying to do there, Mike, <laughs> twisting my words around like a rattlesnake. But what they decided to do was not... So if you were just hearing one instrument that was tuned microtonally, it would just sound totally off. But the idea is if all of the instruments are equally tuned the same way, they all sound wrong together and in a way make it right. So it's kind of like... When you're at a karaoke bar and everyone's like on their 10th round and Bohemian Rhapsody comes on and you got 25 drunk people singing horribly off key, but it's just, it feels right. It sounds as long right. as they're singing louder than the <laughs> instrumental track, then I guess, yeah, that's technically the same thing. You really know how to bring it home, Mike. Now, thank you. Here, what, what am I talking about music theory? You're really bringing it home to the average listener. That's what I'm here for, Nick. Yes, thank you, thank you. I, I sometimes get too highbrow and up in my hoity-toity little head, but you really have your finger on the pulse of what the common person relates to. Yes, yeah. Fuck me with my microtonal music explanation. <laughs> no, well, thank you for the education lesson, Nick. You look like you were gearing up to say something. Oh, I mean, flying banana gumboots, gizzard wizards. Lizard wizards, they're totally different from gizzard wizards, okay? Gizzard wizard is stupid and makes no sense. Lizard wizard is totally different. I think those are Slytherins. Oh, my. Yes, Mike, I'm equally shocked that just occurred to me right now. Oh, my God. So not only... Not only... Voldemort! Voldemort! Volda, 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 Volda. Right in front of us this whole time. That is going to be the parody now. It has to be. Here I thought something about chocolate cake. No, 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 no. <laughs> Voldemort. <laughs> because because there's a bunch of lizard wizards singing about it. I love it, Nick. I love it. Before you write the parody, let's hear a little bit more <laughs> so you know what to write about. All right, so yes, let's 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 overview the 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 several words that weren't rattlesnake. Uh, isolation, trepidation, don't fear nothing. Snake is bluffing. Whips his tail. Sends you running. Feels metaphorical. Okay. Okay. So now excuse my poor grammar here but what trepidation let's go over that what's what, what does that mean exactly it's, it's fear it's being scared like if, if you're trepidatious about something it means you're afraid to get into it like you're scared trepidation is fear okay okay so isolation yeah you're alone trepidation you're scared yeah don't fear nothing is immediately contradicts that 
Uh, Snake is bluffing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now you're like, oh, don't fear nothing. Snake is bluffing. Boom. Whips his tail, sends you running. So is yeah. this... I'm trying to go through like the mindset of the person that this song may or may not be about. But what... <laughs> if they know the snake is bluffing, Nick, why do they go running when the, when the tail gets whipped? Well, Mike, I mean, have you ever been irrationally scared of something? Yes. <laughs> Perchance that's what they're referring to. Then why say don't fear nothing? Oh, or is that because that's a double negative? I don't know if they were thinking <laughs> that necessarily, but okay. So, so don't fear anything would say you shouldn't fear anything, but don't fear nothing means you're afraid of everything. Well, let's, let, 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 yeah, let's put ourselves in their shoes, okay? Literally. So you are in a Windows 95 program and a snake <laughs> comes up to you. And you're alone in this program and you're scared. Don't fear nothing, snake is bluffing. Okay, so they are saying that there's a snake and it's going to try to scare you. but And it's going to seem very scary. It's going to totally seem legit. Uh, but you can't be afraid of it. Because be it's just a Windows 95 program. It's literally <laughs> the game it. Snake. <laughs> it is. I love that game. <laughs> Many a time I had my Nokia phone. Yes. <laughs> Rocking out to I think snake. that game kept Nokia in business for as long as it did. <laughs> yes. They give you a lot of time to process this information. They literally will give you three new lyrics, and then they say rattlesnake for another minute, and then they give you three new lyrics, and then rattlesnake for another minute. You know, because not every song listener can digest all that information at the same rate of time. Well, there, there, was, actually, there was actually a reason why they did this. Um, according to vocalist slash musician in the band Stu McKenzie, uh, why the song sounds so repetitive, and I love this admission, uh, quote, the logic was that the song is so repetitive that by the time it ends, your ears are adjusted to the microtones, and you may be on our wavelength, uh, Joe, guitarist Joe Walker adds. Uh, it's annoying at the start. I want to repeat that. It's annoying <laughs> at the start, but by the time you get to the end, or maybe listen a couple of times, it's just in your head and you can't escape it. I can't fault them for that honesty. I mean, I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, and it only proves it, the point more that this is a bad song. <laughs> is it, Mike? Is it a bad song? This song, because it's the first song on their album, "Flying Microtonal Banana." This song is the key that the seven, the almost eight minute long key that then fixes your brain so that you're able to hear the rest of the album and not be like, "This sounds awful." Because it's all in microtones, because everything sounds a little flat and weird. This sounds awful. Oh, let me listen to some shitty music for eight minutes. That way my brain's ready for the awful music, and it will sound good. I mean, Nick, I mean, it's like the... I, I won't lie. I won't lie. Uh, a lot of the songs we do, uh, I listen to a lot. Yeah. A lot. So much so that they get stuck in my head, and honestly, I might even say I like them a little bit, but yeah. it does not make them good songs, Nick. I don't like it, Nick. I don't. <laughs> you don't like that you have to be bludgeoned for eight minutes of a weird sound so that the rest of your brain can apparently appreciate the rest of the album? That's like that's like the equivalent if I was going to tell, like, do a stand-up act for 30 minutes, and the first five, I just, like, just, like, 
horrified the audience with like, or just did something really shitty. Oh, you mean <laughs> your normal stand-up? <laughs> Damn it, Nick! It's like you tell knock-knock jokes for five minutes, and that way when you get into the other jokes, you know, they appreciate it more. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. so you're saying this song is the equivalent of just lowering the listener's standards for the rest of the album? Because, Mike, I will sympathize you in the one sense where I feel like if, if you, uh, or if I, like you did, first heard the song at a party, where you're, like, hearing contemporary music that is not microtonal, and then this song comes on for eight minutes, I can understand why that would seem jarring. I'm glad you can I'm meeting, see that. I'm meeting you halfway. I'm glad you're meeting me. And, and, I'll, and I'll give them this, Nick. I didn't even know about microtones before, so <laughs> I didn't bother to listen for them. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we got our gift of three new lyrics right there, so. Vegetation, aggravation, found him hiding, snake is smiling, whips his tail, leaves you riling. I just like the stakes in the song are very low. We're just hearing about a guy wandering around finding an angry snake. Nick, that's what I'm trying to tell you, man. No, but Mike, see, you <laughs> assume that that, so- that just means the song is stupid, but Obviously, it means there's some deeper metaphor that you and I are not getting, and we're going to spend as many hours as necessary on this episode to figure out what that metaphor is. The one thing I know for certain, Mike, is that a band that releases five new albums every year is concerned with quality, not quantity. So we have to figure out exactly what they meant in this one song off of one of their five albums that came out in one year. How you say that with a straight face, Nick? (laughs) Sorry, I was smiling, much like the snake. But the snake does come up a lot, Mike, and if you haven't already noticed. Uh, in- oh, 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 you think he's going to come up a little more? Is he going to come up a little more on this song, Nick? Well, listen, Mike, here's what I'm going to do. I'm go- I am I have a few. I listened to the song several times. I have a few specific sections of the song highlighted, and I want you to tell me if you notice anything familiar. So, uh, And you, the listener, can play along with this if you want as well. Uh, so... I'm I'm skipping back. I'm starting at the 22 second mark in this song. And I'm just going to play a little bit of it. So see what you hear. All right. So that was the 22 second mark. Now I'm going to skip ahead to one minute and seven seconds. And once again, I want you to tell me if you hear anything familiar. All right, so we're going to skip ahead a little bit more. This is the 1 minute and 25 minute mark of the song. Once again, pay very, very close attention. All right, now we're going to skip ahead to a 1.52 minute mark. So, you know, we're like, I don't know, maybe like a fourth through the song at this point. So, once again, really open your ear holes as wide as you can. Pay very close attention. Thank you so much for for hanging on with me uh, as we go now to the two minute and ten second mark. And once again, listen very carefully. 
right, now we're going to jump ahead to the two minute and 50 second mark. And, uh, and you know, once again, just, just, just see what you hear. See if anything sounds familiar. I gotta give him one thing. What? What do you have to give consistency? Him? <laughs> yeah. If 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 you listen, if I stumble upon a song called Rattlesnake, I expect to hear about a goddamn rattlesnake, and I expect him to say the word in the same rhythm and the same notes every single time he says it. The it's got to be a hundred times. There's no. It's got to be. Oh, that is the one bit of research I did not do, listeners, and I'm very sorry. I did not count every single time the word rattlesnake appears in this song. It's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 per stanza? Okay, 12 per stanza times 1,000 stanzas. <laughs> that puts it at 12,000 as, as, as far as my math goes. Uh, Mike, what was the reaction of people at the party like who were all here watching this video and listening with you? Well, funny enough, you know, I feel like they are lovers of of bad music um but recognize it you know what i mean because they suggested some of these songs yeah for our oh i have, a, I have to show you a few others <laughs> but anyway uh but yeah and they threw it on and we were laughing and but also hypnotized a bit by this <laughs> by this well, that's song. the thing it almost lulls you into like a drone like state you're just so used you it it works on that level that they said they wanted it to. It does put your like you just get numb to the rhythm of it. But you know what, Nick? What brainwashing and mind fucking does not necessarily mean you have a good song. You know, you know what, you know what other song repeats itself a lot and gets stuck in people's heads. Row, uh, row, row your boat. Oh, well, nah, I wasn't gonna say that. You could one. do a round to this song as well, but no. What was your? Uh, uh, well, the song that never ends by the. Good old Lamb Chop, Charlie Horse, and... Uh, oh, Lamb Chop's play along. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a song that never ends. It goes on and on, my friends. Right? Oh, my. <laughs> You're saying this is the psychedelic rock 2017 equivalent? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, you know what? What? Mike, I can't hear what he's saying when you talk over it. Now I've now I've got to rewind. Hang on, hang on. Let's see what he was saying. Oh, rattlesnake. Oh my god. Okay, good. I got to hear this. Sorry, Mike. What were you saying? I was about to say. At least the song that never ends has more than one word. <laughs> at least black metal is Krieg has more than one. What? They say four words. This guy's saying rattlesnake. And Rattles Me sounds like Rattlesnake. He might as well just say Rattlesnake the whole time. I know I already said that, but I'm just just holding that point home. That he's lazy. Lazy, lazy, lazy. Lazy snakes. If they spent more if they spent as much time writing the lyrics as they did tuning all their instruments to microtonal tones, then maybe they would have a more substantial song. I'm almost convinced one of the guys' guitars is busted, and they're like, you know what, guys, there's a way around this, okay? We, we, Let's not fix your uh, instrument. We're a very supportive group. Let's all fuck up our instruments equally as much. In a way, it makes me like them more. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. 
Now they took that one word and just made it a half as long, and they repeat that part. Rattle, rattle, rattle. Snake, snake, snake. <laughs> Woke up. There were new, new lyrics all whoa, of a sudden. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> like halfway through the goddamn song, they finally decide to like have a verse. What were they saying here? I'm the serpent, devil's serpent. Time to meet your end. Oh, gets really ominous really quickly here. In like 20 seconds, we got more information than the previous four minutes of the song. <laughs> yeah. So, and I got to say, like, for a song that is so single-minded in its subject, there's some... Uh, inconsistencies? There are some inconsistencies. That is exactly the phrase. Because the only other bit of information that we got before was that the uh, don't fear nothing about the snake. The snake is bluffing, whips his tail, sends you running. But the idea is the snake is bluffing, okay? This is the only information I was told. I was just told I don't have to worry about the snake. Mm-hmm. And for the past four minutes, I've just been focusing on not worrying about the snake. And then all of a sudden, we get to this one goddamn verse out of nowhere <laughs> where uh, fangs, are, fangs are ready for the strike, deadly razor sharp, poison with a single spike while you're immobile, screaming like a maniac after my attack, crying like a baby child in exile. I don't even want to get into which <laughs> fucked up country exiles babies. <laughs> oh but then they go on, sweat drips out of every pore as I bite you more and more and more and take one last look at your captor and hearing my tail rattling you till death. Now you're dead. You're dead. The snake killed you. And and they just said earlier, he's bluffing. You don't got to worry about it. You know, what kind of asshole in today's day and age is going to go out in the vegetation of Australia without some anti-venom on them, you know? Yeah, this man should know above anyone else. You don't just go into an Australian outback without your anti-venom, right? Can our Australian listeners let us know that? Seems like the smart thing to do, right? It feels like it. It's like, I don't go into the Bronx without a box cutter. <laughs> you got to prepare for where you're going. That's good. That's some, <laughs> that's some funny stuff right there. <laughs> You know, I love this uh, the new instrument. It just sounds like they took a harmonica and just like smashed it with a hammer a couple times. Yeah, he, well, he's, he's actually playing a harmonica, which which uh, I try to see them how they did it live. It looks like they have it. Looks like there's a microphone in front of it that's like distorting the sound because I don't know how the hell you microtonize. I'm sure that's the right word. A harmonica. You take a hammer and you hit it. Three times, Nick. Oh, that microtonal <laughs> Cannibal Corpse Jam hammer-smashed harmonica. I love that jam. <laughs> hammer-smashed 
Mike, I can't. I can no longer listen to the song without just picturing you <laughs> on a couch in someone's apartment in Jersey, just staring to your left and your right while this is playing in the background, trying to think what the hell is going on. That's the. That we're is, watching the music video right now, but that's the music video playing in my head. Oh, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, that is exactly. I'm just. What the fuck is going on right now? Someone explain this to me right now. Is this a joke? Is this a joke? We went from Ariana Grande to this. It's too jarring. Put back on Nicki Minaj's Anaconda, for Christ's sake. Yes. (laughs) One snake song per party, okay? One snake song. I was, in a, I was in a band in high school, and I know you did percussion as well. Uh, and it never occurred to me to just say as an excuse, no, I wasn't playing flat. I was just experimenting with microtones. If I had known, if I had had the music theory lesson that King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard had taught me, uh, that would have been my excuse for everything. Because, but it, but the first few times I listened to this, I just thought it didn't sound good. But now that I understand that they're just experimenting with microtonality, it's brilliant. I. <laughs> it's all context. Mike. I love that you can turn anything shitty into something great. Not, I, I mean, you personally, yes. You can't polish that, a turd, that. but you can roll it in glitter. <laughs> Those words have gotten me out of some tough situations, Mike. Mostly in the Bronx. I'm just trying to imagine how how glitter-covered shit was helping you out in the Bronx. (laughs) Oh, it's a form of currency up there, Mike. (laughs) Shout out to all our Bronx listeners. But basically, if you've seen Mad Max Fury Road, you know what the Bronx is like. (laughs) I don't know why I'm shitting on the Bronx so much. I don't live too far away from it. I I just want to... You think the whole band was on board... What do you think it was like one member's idea, and he really had to sell it? He really, guys, microtones. All right, listen. You think He's from the Brooklyn, <laughs> apparently? Yo, guys, I got some microtones. I want to experiment with. You know what I'm saying? Gabagoo. Well, listen. I think you might be right because uh, when you two drummers in the band, they, their work is cut out for them. They don't have to deal with any microtones. They're just playing percussion. So so you got two drummers who are like, yeah, sure, let's experiment with microtones. I don't care. It doesn't change my my playing. But then you got like, the bass player and the, and the harmonica player just like, oh, shit. Yeah, okay, I, I, I guess. I mean, it's, it's going to be tough. Because like, I will say, though, with, with <laughs> bass, my... The bass player... Slightly tuning a little bit. Harmonica players just bashing his yeah, harmonica. Just smashing his harmonica with a hammer. <laughs> I will say this. I feel like playing with microtones is very difficult to do if you're a good musician and very easy to do if you're a bad musician. Because if you're just naturally singing a little flat, you're already perfect. <laughs> yeah. But if, you're, if, you actually, uh, if you actually can hear tone and have to tell yourself to sing in a microtone, that's probably very difficult. Because nothing says good music like being easier to play if you're bad. If I'm not strong with punchlines, I'll just do micro lines, micro <laughs> punchlines. You know what I mean? It's like they don't quite land right. Yeah. <laughs> but, Is that your stand up? You have micro punchlines? I'm going to have micro punchlines now. Just like telling, like set up and then the punchline, just a little off. It's yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Make the audience like they're stupid for not getting it. That's the equivalent of this song. <laughs> 
right, Mike. I'm not gonna. Lie. I feel like I want to blow my fucking brains out if we talk about this anymore. <laughs> yes. Like yes, Nick. So say it. Say it, Nick. This is not the strongest song by the band King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Oh, I think you can. Oh, because <laughs> when you do, you literally are pulling your hair out listening to it, Nick. This. When you when you do what we're doing, where we play and pause it and dissect it in chunks, it's different from when you're hearing it from beginning to end, and it can work its hypnotic spell on you. It's like we're constantly breaking it, and oh god, it's just <laughs> you, fuck's sake. You look you look in pain right now, and good. I'm glad. You know you uh, you had a lot of defense for this, but seeing you like struggling, <laughs> struggling to make it through the full song. It's also <laughs> eight minutes long. This is the longest song we've ever talked about. Yeah, no, it is, and it feels like it. I'm feeling every single micro microtonal millisecond of this eight minute long song. <laughs> I'm feeling the seconds between the seconds that you don't see. <laughs> Fucking Christ. I think this song is committing microaggressions against me. I'm feeling it all. How innovative. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I mean, to the listener, I, I know that we were playing and pausing it, but hopefully now your brain is in a microtonal frame of mind where you can listen to the rest of their album, Flying Microtonal Banana. And if not, like the, what was the guy who said it's a little annoying at first? Oh, that was the guitarist. Uh, and as the guitarist said, uh, just listen to it a few times. You know, if it doesn't work the first time. Yeah. <laughs> like... If you don't like a song at first, just let it bludgeon you into submission. And either you'll like it and continue listening to the album, or you'll blow your brains out. I mean, it's your choice. But like I said, Mike, some of their other songs I thought were pretty good. <laughs> I don't dispute that, Nick. I don't <laughs> dispute that. <laughs> this song was bad. <laughs> was not the best. Uh, it, it falls, you know, like I said, we discussed bad, bizarre, otherwise noteworthy music. I would say this song, in a way, fell under all of those categories. It really did. It really did. It's the only song that we discussed that's microtonal. Uh, it's certainly bizarre, and uh, and you have you have you have swayed me a little bit on the bad front. A little bit, <laughs> little bit. Like I said, I wanted. I, I what did I exclaim earlier? I want to blow my fucking brains out. I would say that swayed me. Uh, but thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Uh, you can. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, uh, and you can also leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. Uh, we will include a link in the show notes for that. And like I said, even if you listen on Spotify, because we know a lot of you guys do, if you can uh, find it in your heart to work your way over and leave us a review, it is super appreciated. Uh, and you can follow me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nick Brigadier and uh, Mr. Microtonal Russell. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Uh, yes. Uh, you can find myself on my website, MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR. Or on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR.dot. And yeah, like Nick's saying, please send us your feedback, reviews, suggestions, microaggressions. Micro- <laughs> That's perfect. Please email us your best microaggression. We'd love to hear it. <laughs> It'll hurt our feelings, but we'd love to hear it. Maybe we'll read it on air. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Fuck what? me. What? <laughs> You're worn out. 
I, I'm, I'm just shocked at how much this... I, I don't know if this was just the one time I listened to it where, like, the straw broke the camel's back or the rattlesnake's back, the, the uh, copper back, but this song just did it. Oh, that's a snake. That's yeah. a snake. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. funny, Nick. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> I just want someone to once say that without sounding surprised. Uh, so yes, I'm I'm going to uh, take a long nap after this. Um, but once again, th- guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell, and we will see you next week. Take care.